Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Plenty of Dolphins content on there, although you may be avoiding it right now. Also check out Off the Floor. You can find the description right here or the link right here in the description on YouTube, on the podcast feeds, and always at the top of the Five Reasons Twitter page. We've got nine different channels there for $2.99 per month. Yes, you do need to pay a monthly fee. Trust me, once you're on there, you will never leave. So check it out off the floor. This is where you can communicate with us, communicate with other Heat fans, and you get a ton of content that you don't get anywhere else without the clutter of Twitter. So check out off the floor. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network it includes our friends over at better edge. Use the code five RSN five RSN. You get $20 to play and you'll want to play there a lot as well because we've got $20, uh, excuse me, $10 NFL contests every single week, $3 NBA contests daily and more contests as we go forward. This is legal sports betting. You can do it in the state of Florida as much as you want. Betteredge.com. Use the code five RSN. And now, today's episode. Down the bitch gang. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. i got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I've got 
Alex Salido. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket, and I've got Eternal Bass. You can follow him at Mr. Objective, apparently, according to what he's put here on YouTube. So what we're going to do today is uh, we're, we're going to do a transaction podcast. It's funny. Matt Moore, uh, HP Basketball, wrote, it's officially trade season. I didn't know that that began today. I, I, I wasn't aware that this was a holiday. Uh, but we know that you guys want to talk about this stuff, and we've stayed away from it for a little while. But honestly, uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about between these two Charlotte games. I mean, I, you know, they're 13 and 10. I'll give the Heat credit for this. They escaped. The Dolphins did not. So you'll take it. Uh, they got out of Charlotte with a win. Uh, no Lamella ball, but of course, still no BAM. No update there, by the way. No Highsmith. No update there, by the way. No Tyler Hero. As of tomorrow, or perhaps by today, by the time you're listening to this, Tyler Hero will have been out five weeks. Five weeks from the injury. This was supposed to be a two to four week situation. So there really haven't been any updates there. So we're going to take a look, though, at something specific. This actually appeared originally in Barry Jackson's column. We, of course, recommend that you you follow uh, FLA Sports Buzz. They like their team except reality, except he was looking for uh, you know possibilities to add to the team. And, Greg, I'm going to start with you because we've talked a lot about this Kyle Lowry uh, contract situation. And you've been adamant about how they need to use it for something. Like, they have this this vehicle to improve the team this year. You're in the Jimmy window, even if this has not been Jimmy's best overall season so far. Eventually, you're going to get Bam and Tyler back. If you can use, uh, you know, Lowry's contract to upgrade at the point guard position and perhaps add another piece – Maybe it's worth adding a pick. Barry made another case, though, in his uh, column, which was that it may make some sense, not just about being cheap, but more so about having vehicles to use later on. It may make more sense to hold on to Lowry's contract as this kind of, quote-unquote, get-out-of-jail-free card and, and not trade it right now, but let it run out through the end of the season. Are you convinced in any way that this makes sense? And then I guess the second part of this that we'll get into today is the other player I think that's interesting watching with the Heat is Caleb Martin because we know his contract's up at the end of the season, but he's on a steady trajectory up lately in the way that he's been playing um, since he came back from injury. And, And right now at the moment, at least, they seem to need him, although maybe when they're a little bit more whole, they might not need him as much. So I'll start with that first question. Have you changed your mind at all? about using the Lowry contract? That, that's a good question because I have been probably the loudest of anyone that a $29.7 million expiring contract with a few first-round draft picks, I just watched what the Lakers did when they transformed the pieces around AD and LeBron, and that's kind of what I've been – that's what I've envisioned when I've talked about putting the the pieces together. I'll maintain this team didn't really need a superstar. Like we went after Dame, et cetera, but I really think they need the Posey Antoine Walker, J will type trade more than they need the third star or whatever we want to talk about. If you don't consider Tyler that I'm torn here. And this is why uh, next year they project to be 12 and a half million. This is per Spo track. Um, 12 and a half million away from the luxury tax, but 28 million away from the super tax. So $28 million, if that's how far away they are, I think that they're going to be willing to be luxury taxpayers. They're just not going to touch that second apron, right? So you've got $28 million right now with 10 players committed. So 
to You're saying me, with Kyle off the books? Sorry to interrupt. With Kyle off the books, correct. Okay. okay correct. Okay. So that that would be renouncing Kyle Lowry's $44 million cap hold, et cetera, or letting him go elsewhere, do what you want to do. And you wouldn't gain that in cap space, but you're staying away from the second apron. So as I think about it in those terms, unless you can go out and get a real difference maker, like I've I've actually um I'm going to I'm going to kind of talk outside out of both sides of my mouth. You need like a young player that can bridge the gap between both builds. It can't just be an older veteran player. It can't be a guy that's just too young. He's not ready to contribute late in the playoffs. So you need the right situation because otherwise I look at it and I'm like they're kind of maintaining this season. They're only 4 games out of the top seed, so they're staying in the mix. Yay parity. They could have the ability to not only retain Caleb Martin this summer, but also spend their full mid-level exception on a guard to try to help and bolster that position, and they'd still be well away from the $28 million that gets you close to the apron. So unless you're telling me they're getting Cade Cunningham or you know, like a, a name like that where it's like, whoa, and he even he may be a little young um, for this particular build, although I wouldn't say no, I just I don't see Bogdan, you know, Boyan Bogdanovich, for instance, being the guy that you sacrifice that chance for. I just don't think that he's that good. And so others may disagree. We'll see what trade names pop up because that's what's dictating this. I don't see a lot of great names on the market. All right, I'm going to wait on the Caleb part a little bit here, although these things are somewhat intertwined, as you mentioned, Greg, because holding on to the Lowry contract may allow you uh, to the end of the year may allow you to re-sign Caleb. So we do need to get into how important that is. But Alex, I'll go to you on this part of it. You know, we've talked about some names at the point guard position, okay? And I can't make an argument that Kyle Lowry at this stage is a championship starting point guard. I mean, he was, he's not. Um, he's given you some decent moments this season. He's been way overworked in my view. This was not their plan. <laughs> A lot of this is injury-related. Uh, even Drew Smith was supposed to provide some relief there. R.J. Hampton apparently is not ready to do so, at least in Spoh's eyes. Uh, they, you had a game last night in Charlotte where what? Uh, both Josh and and uh, and Kyle, I think, had uh, one of them had five rebounds, five assists. The other had four rebounds, four assists. So they did other things, but they were like a combined one of thirteen from the field. And there's been games like that. Um, in that context. Is a some of the names we've talked about, a Tyus Jones, for instance, is that a good enough player that fulfills what Greg is talking about, which is player who can help you now but be part of the build going forward? And is there a name out there at that position in particular that it makes sense to to kind of go all in with the Kyle contract now? It's really tough, and I think we we talked about something uh similar to this last week and i think i i had a take where it's basically just like you know because i was really one of the people who was kind of all in for a trade especially earlier this season because i felt like I, I wasn't sure how the depth was going to work itself out with a consistent rotation and i feel like a lot of those qualms have been eased for me not that the team is perfect and can't use an upgrade not you know by any means but i think because of like the way that it's worked itself out i'm, I'm like less i'm looking less forward to what a trade could look like and um what i end up thinking about is just like Leif is talking about what is worth it for them to move off of not only a first round pick and whatever else it might take to grab one of these guys whether it's tyus or somebody else but to get rid of a, a, an asset and 
as whoever told was talking to Barry Jackson put it, their get out of jail free card and Kyle Lowry, like that 30 million coming off the books, it ends up like and, and just doing like kind of playing it through in my head of how all of this is gonna work out. And you know, it, it feels like that's just gonna end up being the move. And I know nobody wants to hear that because um a thirty million dollar expiring is very useful if you're trying to land um, you know, a lot of different players. Maybe you could land a package of players, right? Like Leif was talking about where they moved Russ in the first and they got whatever it was, three guys, I believe it was. And I have I've been a fan of a move like that for a while, but now I'm looking at like they already have a full 10 man rotation when their team is healthy. Um other guys were outside, you know, just outside of it that you're like okay with playing when others are hurt. And it's like, what is the right one out there? I don't know that the Tyus Jones is the right one out there. He's a good player and he fulfills what you're talking about with like um, playing along both timelines. Cause he can help you right now. He, and you know, he's still young enough where, you know, he's, he's 27, he turns 28 in May. So he's still kind of, you know, just right in the prime of his career. I think is somebody who would probably fill in like the Gabe plus type of role, maybe not even plus. I think he, it would kind of be a similar role to what Gabe was doing. So like, it's not somebody who is, I don't know, like none of the, there's no like all-star fit available for you, right? Like you already, you know, missed out on that in the summer. And so if you're talking about a guy like that, like Tyus Jones is a good player. Alex Caruso, who it keeps being repeated now that he's not actually available anymore, um, is a good player. Are these guys worth it enough for the Heat to give up on the get out of jail free they have with Kyle Lowry's 30 million coming off the books? And a pick. I just don't see any of these trades that have been thrown around whether, you know, by Bleacher Report or by fans in our Discord, which everybody should go check out, link in the description, of course. But, like, none of these I'm looking at, I'm like, I'm like okay, yeah, the Heat are going to do this one. You know what I mean? Like, I think the Heat would really like this one. So it's, like, nothing against those players, but I don't see the right mix. A lot of these guys are not making anywhere near the money that Kyle is either. So it's like, right. who's going to send all those players to Miami? And why are the Heat going to send all this stuff, like, if it's not somebody who is a major upgrade? Yeah, Eternal, that, that's where I want to go with this because th- there are players that have been talked about as potentially available. Chicago has a couple of them, Levine, DeRozan, but they don't play the position that the Heat seem to need the most help at, right? Like, I, I mean, we talk about DeRozan, okay, would it be worth doing it for a guy like DeRozan? But I think we all sort of agree he's a terrible fit as a basketball player f- with what they currently have, right? I mean, he's not right. certainly not ideal. Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, some of these names we're talking about, they're kind of like somewhere between 20th and, you know, 15th and 25th in terms of point guards in the league. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to say Kyle's 29th now, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it makes sense. It almost feels like Heat fans just sort of wanting a transaction at this stage. Well, I think for, you know, as you kind of explore and look around the league and you kind of gauge what makes sense, not only for the present, but also going forward, um, the Heat have a unique situation which they have to uh, account for, which is they are vying for a championship. They are wanting to get back to the finals, compete again, and, and, you know, kind of close the door on that chapter. But they also have this very unique situation where Jimmy is not 28. Like, it w- I think all of this within reason would be different if Jimmy was 28, 29, 30. Because he's 34 and his running mates 
are 26 and 23, it throws everything off. That makes a lot of that very, very complicated. So I think when it comes to the Kyle Lowry thing, um, some, you mentioned Spencer. I think Spencer does make sense. Now, obviously, er earlier in the season, when it came to uh, the way Kyle was playing, it was serviceable. Right now, you're not getting that same type of production um, where he's still playing a heavy amount of minutes. Um, Spencer, I think, is a nice, you know, just keeping you afloat. He may raise the floor a little bit, but you, if you're looking at that deal, uh, it's Kyle for maybe Spencer, maybe throw in a Caleb or, you know, whatever for Dorian Finley-Smith, um, which both of those are contracts. I think, I think Spencer for sure is coming off the books. So it may not be the 39 grade, but, you know, Spencer is still coming off the books. And there, there are things that, it, you know, that he still can do. And to Alex's point, and I'll stop talking, um, trying to be efficient with the ball here. Um, <laughs> to Alex's point, um, yes, the team does have depth, but I do think they could do addition by subtraction. Like, you know, obviously uh -huh. Haywood is out right now, but Haywood would be playing major minutes if he was healthy. Um, which is giving Caleb a chance to shine. But, you know, trying to manage that, you know, when guys get back is going to be difficult. So I do think uh, a move still needs to be made with Kyle's contract. Well, what we want to talk about after the break here is Caleb, because I, I do think that this plays into it. So I'm glad Eternal kind of teed us up with it. Before we do, I want to mention our friends over at Water Cleanup of Florida. You can find them at WCU fl.com your one-stop water and mold cleanup shop they do the preventative work they can also do the work after the fact they do recommend you get in their preventative program because we know the insurance companies don't always take care of any of everything more than 75 star reviews on google more than uh 75 star reviews on google again they do the preventative the leak detection the damage assessment and they're just really honest people. If they can't get the job done, they will tell you. They're based in Boca Raton, but they service the entire area. Reach out to them at 561-408-7835. Again, that's 561-408-7835. Also tell Michael to make a favorable trade with Greg and I in our Fantasy Basketball League. If you've got the schmutz, they got the goods. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Oh, look at that. All right. You almost missed your cue there. All right. I, I want to go with what Eternal was talking about before the break, though, because so much of this is uh, based on the future, right? Like you're trying, there's this balance, and I think we've hit on it. If Jimmy was 28, things might look different, but also, you know, there's Heat fans are like, well, Jimmy's 34. Get this done now, um, you know, while he can still be effective and can still be a number one or a co number one. But the organization wants to be set up for the long term. I mean, they're already doing some estate planning, so to speak, on the front office side with you know Andy Ellisberg's promotion, uh, others who may move up at some point. You know, whenever it is that Pat uh, ultimately leaves, and you know they're trying to plan for a future that at the moment looks like, and the way they describe it is more of a Bam Hero Hakez type future, and we'll see if Jovic can fit into that. Uh, but Caleb's an interesting piece because. Like Caleb can help them this year. Like you've seen that. Like, and again, some of it is because Tyler's out and, and, uh, and Highsmith's out. So Caleb's had the reps to work his way back into it, but we are seeing all the things again that we saw towards the end of last year, which is, uh, you know, he is, uh, he's an athlete they don't have a ton of those. He moves differently than some of their other players. He kind of glides. He, he has, a variety moves around the basket now. He's starting to attack the closeouts now. I don't think he's defended at the level this year that he did last year, but you know that it's in him. He can help them win immediately. And you may need to part with him to make a move, Greg, if you're going to mm. try to do something now. And there is a case to be made to move him if you don't plan to keep him. And there's a case to be made not to keep him if you're going to re-sign Highsmith to a three-year contract and you want to give Hawkins an even bigger role and Jimmy's back next year and maybe you even bring Josh or somebody else back and it's like, okay, how many wings do you need? Do you stop the wing stop is uh, to quote uh, Alex's phrase there. So, I mean, Greg, I'll go to you on this. Like how much of a priority should signing Caleb Martin be in decisions that are made prior to the trade deadline, whether it's with Lowry or with Caleb specifically? I don't think they should get in the way much um, because Eternal hit on something and he's he's mentioning the get out of jail, get out of jail free card. That's like an extra get out of jail free card. It's flipping Kyle for a better player that's also expiring. And if you take on more than that, 
it is what it is. And you hopefully balance out below the second apron. I personally think that um, they should try to keep Caleb because I think in this NBA, as you saw with Haywood Highsmith recently, the shooting can go up and down. You can't have enough good wings that can play defense and that are athletic. And the more I talk to people around Charlotte, and I was just there, I literally just got home. Um, the organization wants him around. So like, take that for what it is. So I, I just, I, I would understand if he gets a one year offer like Bruce Brown did from Indy coming off Denver's finals run, or if he got a really lengthy contract like Max did coming off of a finals run. So if Caleb leaves Miami, it's going to be because we ended this year really feeling great about the way that the season went and the way that the playoffs went, because that's where he will get paid. I think at his current pace right now, He's maybe a mid-level exception player, particularly with the more punitive rules. I think teams are going to be maybe a smidge more guarded in how they spend. And so if he's that, I think you can retain him and still make a move. And so that's where I just don't want them to become complacent because I think, Kyle, you could turn him into two pieces. Like if maybe you would like Dorian Finney-Smith long-term anyway, and you get Dinwiddie who's expiring, maybe that gives you just enough room to maybe not make another addition next summer, but you at least keep Caleb Martin. So there's avenues, but the, I think the fans in general, they want to go after a big fish, a whale, as we've called them. And that's where I just think until we get to that conversation, then we're going to have to have a Tyler Hero conversation and it becomes an even bigger podcast. I want to go to Eternal because I know you have very specific views on on the Caleb thing, and then we're going to allow uh, Alex to kind of clean up here at the end. Um, <laughs> tell, tell me if I'm right or or I'm, or, or I'm no. Tell me if I'm right or I'm wrong here, Eternal, because I, I you don't have anything against Caleb Martin. We discussed this on playback. You think he's a good player, um, but we've t- you've talked about the concerns about the knee situation, which uh, you know again none of us are evaluating him directly, but. It's a little bit problematic based on what that diagnosis can mean in terms of it flaring up again or becoming a consistent issue. Um, and obviously, we know that the contract is something to be concerned about. But but I feel like your view on this is just that they have a lot at that spot, right? Is it, Where do you come down on what you would do with Caleb now? So here's the thing, right? Like if Caleb in particular did not have the knee issue, if Caleb um, also was like 26 or something like that, then I would say, hey, you you would be a fool not to resign him, right? Um, but because of that knee issue, because like you said, you mentioned, the defense um, is not looking as sharp as it was. I mean, there have been some plays, um, you know, this season where Caleb hasn't looked the same um, physically. Now, obviously, he's still, you know, still recovering and playing himself back into it, but that completely changes the way a guy, a guy plays. And so um, I, I just haven't really seen a lot that's been encouraging. And as far as, you know, how far a guy can rise um, considering his age, I don't know, but um, yeah, I just think, you know, going forward, you have so many guys in a position room um, that I would just rather give them a try than to keep that Alex, um, my view on this is if you have good players, you try to keep good players. Like that's that's the thing. Like you can never have enough of them, particularly if 
if they've done what he did on a big, big stage. I know you've talked about that with Gabe and others. Oh, Caleb did it at a higher you? level. No, I know, but Caleb did it at a higher level than Gabe. So go yeah. on this. Can, it, no, right. can anyone name a point guard that we're trading Caleb in a deal for as we go here? Two? Like, I want to name well, at least. Can we well, end look, the show I at least the... by saying, like, what, what would you do it for? DeJounte Murray? So let's get into this. Let's get into this. I was looking up the, the math actually on um, what it turned brought up earlier with the Nets trade, and it's one that, that, you know, it's been brought up forever, and I think it's kind of the line right now because I think that's, like, the one that I look at, and it's like that one is one that I could see the Heat throwing in a first four. But even then, I don't know. Like, okay, so, you know, doing the you're math, about, right? You're talking about Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith? That- Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith for Kyle and Caleb. So that particular framework would leave the Heat a little bit further away from the second apron, which is a good thing. Like um, Eternal mentioned before, Dinwiddie is a $20 million expiring contract as opposed to Kyle's nearly 30. Not only that, um, as you know, to Lake's point earlier from as far as like making another acquisition, in this case, the other acquisition, you know, kind of would be Dorian in a way because you have him locked down for, it says here three seasons. I think that's including this one. So you, you would have him locked down for two more seasons after this one. Um, so that's kind of like you have that part locked down. The part that I don't know is, if it, is it worth it for the Heat to give up a first plus maybe Jovic or something like that if that's what the Nets are asking for? I think that trade is kind of the perfect line. Not that, you know, that we know that the Heat are interested in this or anything like that, but that's like the most realistic one that um, that I could see happening. But either way, like Dorian Finney-Smith is a great player, and I'm not, and Dinwiddie too. Like is a good player. I'm not against either of them being on the Heat. I like the trade. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent of keeping Caleb, not only because of what you said, Ethan, um, which you've talked about plenty of times, like keeping good players, right, and keeping guys who step up on the biggest stages and, and guys who show you that they have that mentality and they're not going to wither in the moment. All that is cool. Not only that, I think specifically his skill set is something that is sorely lacking and i'm not like i'm I'm not there that they have guys i mean look hawkes has been great right yeah. um no disrespect to him it's not what i'm talking about but i, I still feel like getting to He's the rim going. getting to the rim is very valuable for this team who still ranks low in both finishing percentage and you know shots at the rim and i think caleb's like you just look at sheer rim percentage it's been down a little bit this year but when you watch him play I think it's just gotten a lot better since the beginning of the season. Obviously, he missed a lot of time there, but since the beginning of when he came back, I think like the finishing has kind of gone back to what it was. I don't think he has great lifts on the shot. I think the shot has been pretty flat overall. Like that's the one thing that's kind of stood out to me more with him that it hasn't really, I think, gone away. He's always had a weird shot, right? So it's hard to judge a little bit, like with the hitch and all that. But I think in general, um, and and then the you know even with that he's still shooting thirty four percent from three. It's funny he's never really had like a like a real shooting slump. Now I say that and it's gonna happen, of course. But like the thing with Caleb is he's been so stable, man. And I think like the green flags with the finishing and the way that he's kind of getting back to those creative finishes um, in traffic and over other guys. Like I think he's still got all that. And then when you look at the numbers, right? Um, you know, looking at the amount of shots he gets at the rim. Uh, per 75 possessions. I mentioned this on last night's podcast um, to to an extent, but like he has, he's doing, he's taking a career high um, shots at the rim per 75 this season for the Heat, and it's and it's a pretty big gap between this year and last year, and a decent gap between this year and two seasons before that when he was coming off the bench all season, which is what I mentioned on the pod that you know he's 
he's we we all know that he he gets to play his game more when he's coming off of the bench and that's kind of been I feel like where he really shows off and it's just not only that by the way that number the 6.6 attempts per 75 that he's getting up at the rim it's a higher number than Jimmy I mean I'm sorry than Hawkes and it's right there with Jimmy and I just think like all of these guys except Hawkes so like Jimmy and Caleb's finishing haven't been great but Jimmy Hawkes Caleb get to the rim um, more than anybody on this team outside of like, you know, Bam and, and the stuff that he does at the rim. And so those guys to me, obviously to different extent, I feel like I value what they do a little bit more because they need that rim pressure so bad. And I think Caleb is still young enough where I don't have qualms with like signing him to a three-year deal or something, maybe even a four-year deal. He's 28, um, doesn't turn 29 until next September. So I, I, you know, I feel like that's the type of guy that it's kind of right there in the sweet spot where he helps you contribute right now has shown it at the highest levels. You need the skill set, even though he, you know, obviously you have other guys in the wing room now. Um, and I just think it kind of balances everything there. And I, th- I honestly think the type of season he's having right now where he doesn't stand out quite as much as he did because, you know, Hawkins is standing out, Duncan is doing his thing, Highsmith is doing his thing when he's healthy. I think that's going to be more convenient for the Heat and being able to retain him along with a guy like Highsmith this summer. Especially if you're letting right. Kyle walk. That's how this all connects, by the way. If they let Kyle walk and get that expiring just off the books, they could just straight up re-sign Caleb, re-sign Josh, re-sign Highsmith, unless I'm wrong there. I'm not a cap expert by any means. No, you, they that's could. Why, that's why I feel like they end up just kind of going right back to that. I mean, like, you know, we like our team, except reality. <laughs> 15 seconds for each of you, okay? Because I want to get you all on the record for this. If Caleb Martin is not traded and they don't re-sign him. So let's say it's a Max Struess-type situation. Are you okay with that? Alex, 15 seconds. That's an easy one. I don't need 15 seconds. No, I'm, I'm going to be upset. I'm already pre-upset if if that's the move. You don't let guys walk for no reason. If you're not trading Kyle and you're getting that $30 million off the books, you better right. re-sign Caleb. Obviously, things can change between now and then. Like If he has a bad injury, if he just looks like a bad player from here to then, that's a different story. But if he's playing the way he's playing, and I think the you know the finishing comes up, and he looks more like Caleb, resign that man. He, he needs to have another good playoff run. All that, resign that man. Eternal. Uh, yes, I'd be very upset if they didn't resign him. But also, I think they should capitalize off him playing this well. Greg, oh, I'll be real uh, concise about this. You either. You don't get to get a, get out of jail with Kyle Lowry's contract and then let Caleb walk and then, like, maybe spend the mid-level and, like, no, 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 no. We're not going to parade around talking about culture and championships unless we spend, like, 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 we're, like, that's what we're trying to do. So if Kyle comes off the books, you better retain Caleb. And I think you also um, need to make another move of some kind that would include your full – uh, exception going to one real difference maker. Uh, and I also think that they need to make or, or make a trade. Like there's no excuse to let guys walk. We've seen this happen now. Um, they can't afford to do it, particularly in this economic NBA. I think you need to be even more prudent and efficient with each move. So to me, heck no, they, they got to do something with it. So I would be upset. I think the most important thing right now is that they have an understanding of what Caleb's market could be. 
And I think that's why it matters that he's gotten these reps as he's gotten lately to kind of work his way back into shape because I think it's been really hard to gauge here early this season. But I think there's a market for the Heat, and I think there's a market for the rest of the league for him. And I actually think even though they have a ton of wings, I think he has more value for a team like the Heat than he would have for 15 to 20 other teams in the NBA. And it's exactly what Greg said here in the chat as we close here. And thanks to our sponsors, Better Edge and Water Cleanup of Florida. Make sure you're signing up for Off the Floor. It's that he's a Swiss Army player who can plug holes for them in a whole bunch of different ways. And he provides that rim pressure. And he's been good in the playoffs. And for a team that can never keep guys healthy, as long as he can stay healthy, which I know eternal is one of your concerns, and it's a reasonable concern, He's the guy who kind of makes things go for them when other guys are out. If Jimmy's out, if Hawkins ultimately ends up being out, if Tyler's out, Josh is out, Caleb can fill all of these different roles. You need a utility player like that. He's like, uh, for baseball fans, he's like the Jose Akindo of the, of the Heat. I'm going way back. But you, you, need, you need guys like that, and I'm with you. If they're going to – I'm fine with letting the Kyle thing play out now. I am because I don't see a huge upgrade. I don't know that the Nets deal is a huge upgrade. And to me, I, that might be the best one that's out there potentially. But if you're going to if you're gonna let it expire, you, you have to know what you're willing to pay Caleb, how you can still stay under the second apron when you do it, and that he's going to be amenable to taking that kind of a deal. You can't get tricked. You can't have a kind of situation where – we put a value. I know they put a value on a player. I understand that, like they did with Gabe. Can't be too rigid. You're going to have to be willing to bend on that a little bit if you make the decision that you're going to let Kyle's contract go uh, at the end of this year because you you want to re-sign Caleb. Like, there better be an understanding with, with his, his representation, what he's willing to take, and whether or not you're willing to do that. And, and you need a point guard not, still. Right. And exactly. Well, that's the position you need to address. And if not, then you make the Ike Austin for Brent Barry trade and hope that the player you bring in doesn't turn out to be Brent Barry. Anyway, thanks to Greg. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Eternal. They're going to do it with Eric Murdoch, too. They, they've had this situation with players they didn't think they were going to resign, but it's been a while since they've made that kind of a move. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.